right, welcome back to Batting Around. It's Batting Around. It's a baseball podcast. I am your co-host, Jane Ost. With me, as always, is Lauren. I'm Lauren. That's Lauren and Steven. Yo. Uh, and and we have a guest today. First, I don't. Yeah, it's been a bit since we had a guest. I think. Uh, but one I'm really really excited for. Uh, Steve Slutkowski of Pup the band. Welcome, Steve. Hi. Thanks How's for it having going? Me. Uh, it's going pretty well. You know, it's uh. Nice enough in Toronto today that uh, I could open the windows. Didn't have to like have air conditioning going, um, mm-hmm. uh, which is rare in August uh, in the Great Lakes. So yeah. uh, you know we'll take we'll take the small victories uh, when we can get them. Yeah, we had a nice rainy day here in Minneapolis, so I got to open the windows too. Just magnificent, really, really, really great. Sounds yeah. sounds lovely. <laughs> it was it was similarly gorgeous here. I still kept the AC blasting at sixty nine degrees the whole time. <laughs> if I don't feel like I'm like living on a windswept Arctic rock twenty four seven, I just I start melting down. Mm-hmm. You're you're that's a hotel temperature. It's, mm-hmm. it's yeah. It's a good. Yeah. Uh, it's a good. It's a good. It's a good way to live. I'm not. I I won't lie. Exactly. Yeah. I, I um like keep keep the mattress for like the, the sheets really like tight at all times too to simulate the same effect. Like I'm living <laughs> out of suitcase twenty four seven. I know that feeling. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When uh when did you get back from you were, so, you were in Europe, right? Yeah, I was in we were in Europe for most of June. Um and uh and then July we had some festivals and, and we're kind of home for a bit uh until uh, September for like Riot Fest and stuff around then, but uh, but yeah, it's actually been nice to uh, you know, uh, I scored the game yesterday. That's the wow. uh, that's like the mm-hmm. level of of relaxing that I'm trying to <laughs> trying to like get get involved with. Absolutely. Well, probably when you're on the road, you don't have a lot of time to take in a lot of uh, baseball, a lot of Jays baseball. Like you don't have the time to like sit down and like dedicate a lot to it. Uh, are you excited to be here for the tail end of what? will probably be one of the most annoying and frustrating uh, AL East seasons of all time. It's extremely miserable. It has been from <laughs> when the Rays went however many games undefeated that they Ugh. did. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. been a miserable AL East experience, which is par for the course. But uh, yeah, it's nice. I am. Uh, I've been trying to do, um, try to get to his games, try to get to games as, as often as possible. Um, uh, so, you know, I, I was, I saw them, uh, lose to the Cubs on Friday. Ugh. I, uh, I just picked up, uh, some tickets for my, my nieces and nephews. My wife and I are going to take them to a game, you know, um, and, and I go with my dad or, or friends a lot. I think it's just like, um, I, I, it's something that I, I miss, you know, we try and go to games sometimes on the road or depending on, on what time zone we're in, you know, mm-hmm. I'll be like, watch, uh, Opera on my phone, something. Um, and then obviously a very good friend of mine, uh, Blake Murphy, does some of the radio and podcast stuff uh, uh, for Sportsnet here. So, um, so I, I try and listen to his his show as well. So you know there are ways to keep up, but it's not it's not the same as as kind of just like being able to sit down at the end of the day and and watch a uh, watch a, a, a what I think is actually quite a, a better product. I, I didn't think it was going to be as enjoyable. <laughs> Uh, this year with all the rule changes, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm delightfully uh, pleasantly surprised. I I think we all have come around the same way on like the terms of the pitch clock and the base, uh, the 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 bigger bases and everything else. Uh, I'm curious, like from the scoring the game perspective, I know some people had said like their process was a little slower with scoring the game, and it did kind of interfere with the rhythm of scoring a little bit. No problems for that uh, for you yesterday. No, I tend to I I tend to um, if I'm doing it at home, I tend to. Um, only score like the Jays offense mm. uh, just as sort of a way of like, if I do have to do something, I can kind of, uh, you know, get up while the opposing team is hitting and, and, you know, whatever, pull laundry out of the dryer or something. Uh, very, it just, I'm, this is the life of, of rock and roll right here. You're hearing, <laughs> hearing it. You're, you're getting a firsthand look. Um, uh, yeah. But, but no, I think, I think for the most part, like, uh, you know, I played, uh, I played at a pretty competitive level until I was about 18. Um, mm-hmm. and I played first base. Uh, and so I think it, it begets, it, it becomes a little bit easier. Uh, you, you sort of, you know, probably how the scoring is going to go. 
the more you the more you play, the more you watch, the more kind of time and 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 then I do it in pen because I'm not a coward. You know? <laughs> so it's like if, I, if I'm <laughs> no, that's real. That's that's it real. It has stuff. to be yeah. done right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. We kind of touched on something that was curiously relevant to uh, like the, the drama I saw from Jay's fans I followed like today, actually. Um, I think it was this article that came out a couple days ago, uh, maybe even just yesterday or today. And it was people complaining that the Rogers Center is louder this year than they remember. And maybe mm-hmm. it's like a getting older thing. Maybe it's maybe I just follow a lot of old cranks. But like they're saying like, yeah, it's like nonstop in there now. It's like the chance, the audio cues, the music louder and more constant than it's ever been. Is this just crankery or have you noticed this, too? I think it's both, you know, like, uh, I like, I do, uh, where we are, uh, all, where we've become cranks, but the thing about, uh, the, the cranks is that like their money is kind of guaranteed, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. in, in terms of like the live, uh, uh, experience, like the, the, the in-game experience, the game ops, whatever the case may be. Um, you know, and I think, uh, part of the kind of renovation, renovation and overhaul of uh, Rogers Center, um, taking out those ten thousand seats and kind of turning it into more kind of open air general admission tickets, which I actually think, uh, you know, we have a bunch of young talent that is going to have to get paid uh, as much as possible. Even Vlad having a bad year this year, but whatever, bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so I think it's a good way for them to to actually be be bringing people into the ballpark. But I, I think with that, like getting rid of seats, trying to put this emphasis on um, it being a social event. Like uh, I I've, I heard someone uh, who was on staff at Rogers Center say like, you're coming into the biggest bar in the country right? at this point, right? Mm-hmm. And so like, mm-hmm. I, I think um, that comes with its benefits and its, and its downsides. And one of the downsides is, is they are putting kind of a, a premium on that sort of like, uh, that sort of like game ops experience that isn't necessarily about the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The social, and I think like a lot of fans, like on our side of social media, but around the game, we're also like, we want the game to be more involved like that. Like you're talking about mm-hmm. where, where fans are more like, not necessarily even doing the full on things you see in like uh, the Japanese or Korean leagues where they're like chanting, the, like doing organized chants and stuff, just more liveliness. Like I still go to like a Nats game or a D-backs game. And it's a lot of like, it, 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 all of the rulers of our gerontocracy there and their season tickets and it's like dead <laughs> silent unless somebody's making the audience go everybody clap your hands yeah right the... <laughs> otherwise it's nothing yeah i i, I it, there's i think the other thing too is like these are the sorts of things that uh they take time and they you know uh they probably had a very specific way that they wanted to do it this year they, they they're the Jays are pretty good. Like I'm on the fan, um, like mailing list that is essentially like surveys, like in season surveying the fans. Yeah, I do. I signed up for it a few a few years ago just to kind of like I was interested, uh, just sort of in how they were, because it was all during COVID when they started to really do this on like a on like a regular basis. Just being like, um, you know, obviously the lockdown restrictions in Canada were were. Uh, more stringent for longer um and so i think they they were really really uh proactive in trying to gauge um the temperature of of people's like comfort level um in terms of coming back to the ballpark right uh so since then i i think these are the sorts of things that that will probably get ironed out it's a lot of sound yes yeah. you know but like i don't know like i i it's i mean it's a dome yeah i grew up i grew up going to football and baseball games at the metrodome in minneapolis and like that was notoriously loud so now when i go to the outdoor ones like at target field it's not so bad but like it's it's, it's a dome they're gonna be the superdome same same thing yeah yeah Yeah. there's not too much you can do about that no well for final thought on that for me is as as a digital marketing professional thank you for actually answering our surveys (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. We put them out there. We get nothing. Thank you. I, I, uh, for a long time before before the band was able to have a little bit of help on the on the back end, I definitely was like, I built the Mailchimp list like early <laughs> yeah. on. So it was like, you know, my pain. I get it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> it's interesting to hear you talk about the renovations because I 
um I've been to like I think three games this year so far, but I don't have a very strong like I I've been to a, I've been to like four or five previously, but I didn't really have like a strong idea of what the place was like before. Mm-hmm. And they just seemed like like it, it was it seemed like a completely different ballpark. Um some of it I liked, loved like it just looks neater. Uh mm-hmm. loved that. Didn't love the the like the like gentrified um like beer garden area with like the xboxes and the ps5s up at the top yeah i mean i yeah. think that's sort of the thing right like it, it, to me like if i'm gonna be a crank about something i'm uh like much happier to be a crank about the fact that there's like video game consoles at a fucking baseball park yeah <laughs> then like <laughs> You know, and like, I don't actually, like, I don't give a shit. Sure. I'm going to sit and like have a Budweiser and like feel like shit for two and a half hours watching the most frustrating iteration (laughs) of the team that I've ever seen. But like, for the most part, uh, I think I kind of, the the people who are complaining uh, seem to me mostly to be, it's sort of like, not that I want to dis discount the complaints but like that you they've already got your money like they are not worried yeah. about the mm-hmm. people who are complaining because i think if you went that it kind of strikes me as that's noticeable when you go several times a year so people who are already going several times a year like unfortunately this giant uh corporate like monolith uh, doesn't care yeah. like <laughs> i'm just like <laughs> I, or or like sign up for the fan survey i don't know you know like rogers communications or whatever their yeah. official name is called. Uh, Famously. Happy, happy to have your money. <laughs> uh, a, a, a multi-billion dollar uh, uh, telecommunications duopoly uh, famously cares about its its customers. Um, <laughs> I, I look forward to eventually uh, fucking get cup holders in that ballpark please for the love of god. Oh yeah that so that is for next year that's a big thing for next year. <laughs> oh that is they, actually that actually is for next oh, year. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Um, oh, good. Um, yeah, you know, they did have them. And then I think they took them out because the seats were were slent, like, were just not, you couldn't navigate them. They had them, like, ages and ages ago, unless this is, like, a Mandela effect thing for me. But, like, <laughs> uh, but like I'm pretty sure they did exist ages ago, mm-hmm. you know, I think um, if my my guess is what happened is that it was like a, a little tiny 16 ounce cup holder and you're just getting more and more. It's both the Americanization of Canadian politics and also more and more Americans visiting. They're like, OK, we need to bring in like the 64 ounce cup holders yeah, for all of the Slav of the U.S. people <laughs> with the giant they're, mega they're, gulps. They're turning our large into a medium is what you're saying. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've talked about it like this team is really frustrating. Like on, on Friday night, I was getting annoyed watching the twins get the shit kicked out of them by the Phillies. So I was like, well, I'll, I'll turn on the Jays. Oh, it's my old friend, Oops. Jose Barrios. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nope, nope, no, this is, this is not great. Like they, it seems like they've had, yeah, a lot of just frustrating pitching problems, the Alec mm-hmm. Manoa stuff, but like they're, they're still sitting, you know, in oh, the yeah. wild cards mm-hmm. in the wild card spot. Like they do have some bright spots. I think like the Kevin Kiermeyer stuff has been really cool. He's had his like mm-hmm. best year and like, you know, half a decade, basically. <laughs> yeah, so um, the, the best season he's had since like the mid, the the mid to late eighties when he was at his peak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the joke there is that he's like three years older than I am. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I think the pitching, you're gonna have days where it's it was what Barrios did mm-hmm. uh, on Friday, right? Six runs, a couple of like real. Uh, no doubt home runs in the first inning. Um, but, but, you know, I think actually broadly the pitching has been pretty good. Like uh, uh, a full kind of year uh, finally for like Yusei Kikuchi having put it together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, R- Ryu is back and looks great. I mean, the Manoa thing, like the Manoa thing is strange, but like it's probably the case that uh, last year was, an aberration as well like he's probably not as bad as he's looked this year and not as good as he looked last year Uh, that would be my guess um but like it's for me it's been it's just like 
Uh, and you know, you know, it's bad because like Dan Shulman and Buck Martinez like are sick of talking about it. Like, <laughs> is that is that they can't they can't hit with runners in scoring position? Like, that's just yeah. like the mm-hmm. luck and the timely hitting has has disappeared, right? Like, um, so uh, it's it's one of those things where like, uh, you know, I, I was speaking of that Friday night game against the Cubs, like. Vlad came up in a spot where there was a runner on second, something like, and I turned to the person next to me and was like, oh, well, you know, he's going to hit something to shortstop, probably a ground ball to shortstop. And the next pitch, he like popped out to shortstop. And it's like, that's kind of been, that's sort of felt like a microcosm of the whole year. You know, like I, I love Matt Chapman, uh, but also like his, he's, he has a great April and then it's been sort of like, par for the you know and i think so there's some stuff that was kind of a mirage uh and 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 it's just been kind of like tough to watch in the last uh last little bit um especially with the mariners kind of surging and the al east being what it is you know um but there do seem to be some signs of life i mean they they kind of put it together yesterday Uh, um george springer i think tied a franchise ofer streak he was like over 35 Ooh. uh and has been hitting like 500 since so it's just like it hasn't the pitching has sort of been there all year you know the occasional bad start notwithstanding i mean that's baseball right like yeah um but yeah like if if they can just put some hitting together like i don't think they've won more than five games in a row this year uh which like that would be extremely frustrating. <laughs> yeah, like I think I think it's the sort of thing where like they're the they're the worst good team mm. in mm-hmm. it feels like sometimes in baseball, you know, other than maybe the Phillies. Like I feel like the frustrations are very similar. Yeah. You got a you got a Phillies fan and a Twins fan here. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> we're talking about frustrating teams. I, yeah. I must say that I have I have no respect for the AL Central. I'm sorry. I just I, don't. Neither no, do we. Yeah. Should, <laughs> no, there is, there's none to be had. The, the actually, word that the word that most frequently is used to describe the AL Central on this show is putrid. Yeah. So uh, like, that was yeah. yeah. That was an early episode title of yeah. ours. <laughs> I actually did come up today with a, I think a solution to that very problem, and I wanted to wait for both the Jays fan and Jane to be on to discuss. Okay. okay. I think we can solve a lot of problems with the AL Central, both geographically and like with the overall structure of that division by moving the Royals anywhere else and just putting the Blue Jays in the AL Central. Geographically, it makes way more sense than the AL East. You're way closer to Cleveland than you are Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And it also automatically puts a proper actual top dog in there will like spend comparative to the White Sox and Tigers and Guardians. You get to be the AL you get to be the Yankees of the AL Central rather than like the yeah. uh, the the a medium-sized fish in a, in a, in a in a, a, a bigger pond. Uh it tightens up that division. It gets rid of the Royals who are an embarrassment and won't hit win 55 games this season. Uh I think this really neatly solves a lot of problems. You lose the prestige of being in the AL East, but other than that also, I think Minnesota is very culturally Canadian, so I think it would. It's true. <laughs> it would, it's, it, it is. Uh, it's America's Canada. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I, I went one further uh, this year, I think. I, I do, you know, I think the Detroit-Toronto rivalry has historically been like a really, really significant one. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, through through the 80s, um, uh, you know, Cecil Fielder uh, played for the Jays a long time ago. Uh, Prince was in Toronto. Like, there's like all these the Prince Fielder, not well. The other Prince was in Toronto too, but well, th- that's not yeah. <laughs> like. Uh, uh, but you know, I I genuinely think uh, at this point, like now that you've gotten rid of the DH, mm-hmm. or, or sorry, now that you've gotten rid of of pitchers hitting in the National League with the universal DH, uh, it's time to just get rid of the divisions. Shake it no, up, yeah. no, 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 because Philadelphia is a second-rate city that needs the identity boost of having a rival. No, 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 it's not that. It's I don't want to play the Yankees more than we currently do. Well, no, I don't. I think I think you would do it like kind of like it was in the '80s, where the American League and the National League were still, you know, the junior circuit, senior circuit teams are are within. I guess Milwaukee Brewers, Houston Astros. There are a few that have gone back and forth, but like. Um, uh, you just go one to eight, 
like in like in the oh, NBA. Oh, like bigger divisions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. Like like because I I think. I think that just would, would, you know, I think I was looking at it. Like if we look at the standings and it was to go one to eight um, and, and by record, right? Like you would go, I should have had this pulled up. I didn't think we were going to get here this quick. Um, <laughs> uh, so you'd go, okay. You'd go Baltimore would play Boston in the first round. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Tampa Bay would play uh, Seattle. Mm-hmm. No, Tampa Bay would play Minnesota, and then Texas would play Seattle, and Toronto would play Houston, and that would be the first round. Okay, yeah, not bad. I mean, yeah, that's that's <laughs> fine. The, the Twins still squeak it into there, like yeah. yeah. Well, that's sort of the <laughs> that's, thing. That's a lot better than them getting to like host a first round one against the wild card team. Yeah, getting you know? killed by the Blue Jays. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. exactly. I would not I would not I would not eagerly sign up for a playoff series against the Astros though. Uh I, if I were you. But I I it's not that I I think, you know, I think it's just like it makes sense. Putting weight on the division. Yeah, putting weight on the division kind of feels you know, maybe there's there's some that you there's mm-hmm. some bonus for winning the division or something, but like I I genuinely think the NBA the way maybe it's, you know, maybe it is just six teams. Uh, and you do it by, uh, you know, it's the same number of teams that you want uh, in it as this year. But um, instead of, uh, you know, you just one plays six and two plays five and three plays four. Uh, right. So it would go, if that were the case, it would go uh, Baltimore, Toronto, uh, Texas or Tampa Bay. Sorry, Baltimore, Minnesota, Tampa Bay, Toronto. Texas Houston for the first round. Yeah. If you were to go one to six. I I, I like both of these solutions. Uh, the important thing I think is we can all agree that the AL Central has been bad enough for long enough that something has to be done. I agree. Yes. And I, I wholeheartedly agree. I pulled, yeah. up, I pulled up the standings for this conversation and, de- and Detroit is in third place with a negative 100 run differential. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should just get rid of the uh, the cent- both of the central divisions and just move those teams to either the east or the west, depending on geography. Yeah, that's fine. And I know I would love this, too, uh, because the twins being in the AL central is what's keeping them so shitty. Mm-hmm. Like, that's they true. don't have to compete like we just saw at the trade deadline. Cleveland got worse. They actively chose to get worse. So the twins who didn't do anything. Uh, they're they're getting away with it. They're still gonna, like getting to win this division by not doing anything by trading one bad reliever for uh, another. It, yeah, it does. Them. Yeah, it does feel like uh like some. It's like a failing upward. Yeah, it's the division that fails upward the most. Like Absolutely. I feel, didn't Cleveland won it last year, and it was another one of those like uh I yeah I guess, and then like. Uh yeah, and then but then Kansas City wins it once and then wins the World Series. Like what are, what is going on here? <laughs> like we don't talk about that. No, that World Series never happened. Actually, the Jays won that World Series. Uh, <laughs> the only the only way we talk about that is is if we're laughing at Mets fans. And honestly, right now, even I don't think I can do that because no, that's fair. That, yeah. That's that's just kicking a dog lots down. Yeah. Um, I think I think like it's it's funny talking about. And, and like seeing all the because I I have like half a foot in Toronto as well. So I know I see I see a ton of Jay stuff on my timeline and everybody's everybody's miserable. And I'm like, oh, yeah, guys, <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking at I'm looking at the Blue Jays and I'm looking at my team and my team is one game worse <laughs> right oh, yeah. now. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like we're all, you know, we're all whatever. That's fine. <laughs> it 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 yeah, sucks. I, it sucks to share a division with the only genuinely good team in baseball. Um, and I hate that for me. But you guys, relax a bit. I I yeah. don't think <laughs> I'm not sure I can really agree with that statement. You don't have the there's no AL East equivalent of having the Nationals, Mets, and Marlins in your division. Yes, yes, that's yeah. I was yeah like. To to this point, I was looking at the the, the rest of the se- uh, season strength for the Blue Jays in the last fifteen games of the season. It's I believe three against the Rays, 
six against the Red Sox and six against the Yankees. Oh God. Yes. It's the most brutal at like last 15 game stretch I've ever seen. I think. Yeah. I mean, the, it's gonna like, I think this is the thing that's been frustrating is that the games, like they got shut down by Noah Syndergaard's corpse. A few days ago. <laughs> oh God. Like, Wait, what team is he on? He plays for Cleveland. Cleveland. He's on Cleveland uh, now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's actually um, three guys calling themselves Noah Syndergaard in baseball right now, and they're just kind of going out to different. <laughs> if maybe like team is a six starter, he's just kind of in the clubhouse. He yeah. got traded to Cleveland for their bad shard starting shortstop. A sharding shortstop actually <laughs> uh, applies to Ahmed Rosario too, though, uh, just so he could be like a platoon guy because they needed the uh, yeah they needed the the backup I, so bad, but the infield I'm, backup so bad. But yeah, yeah, the... Syndergaard's still kicking around over there. He hasn't talked about making any blood packs to sell his children or anything <laughs> recently, but yeah, he's still going. I mean, once you once you make the deal, you don't need to keep talking about it. Yeah, right, right. The yeah. AL the AL East right now is a combined three hundred and thirty two <laughs> and two sixty two. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, so. we, we've we've made note every time this year that where like they every team in the AL East was like above every team in the AL Central. That hasn't happened yeah. for a while now. And the Twins are ahead of. Uh, two of the teams last time I checked, but so, yeah, yeah, brutal. Yeah, they're the only division with uh, where every team has at least sixty wins. That would like, mm -hmm. I think there's only like one of the division where there's uh, even one team less than six uh, over sixty yeah, wins. A, yeah, it's a five fifty nine division. The division <laughs> is five fifty nine. That's the winning percentage, mm -hmm. which is insane. It's ridiculous. And uh, one of these teams probably still collapses before then. This probably isn't oh, the sustainable yeah. for all five teams. It's and I hear the Red it, Sox are like clicking for the first time in ages. Yeah, like, hearing... don't do that. Don't do that. Let's not do that. <laughs> we can't. Don't don't will that into existence, yeah. please. Like <laughs> I'm putting I am putting all of my bad mojo on the Yankees and but they don't crossing need, my they fingers don't, like... and praying to God or the devil. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I would I would I. I will say Aaron Boone might have the best ejection of the year, mm. though. Mm. That ejection, yes. like last week, was like kicking dirt, the hat, the whole, whole like <laughs> he went full Sparky Anderson, like <laughs> or something. You know, it was really good. Um, yeah, I hate the Yankees. I hate the Red Sox. I, I, I think the Orioles still for like I'm still just like. 2016 thinking about Zach Britton not coming in in the wildcard game mm -hmm. and them giving up the home run to Edwin like I'm All like good brutal. for you guys yeah. like good for you getting the these young guys I guess like I hope it doesn't happen the way that uh everyone seems to think it's happened to Vlad like you know in a year and a half will Gunnar Henderson just have a pedestrian season and you'll be tearing your hair out like most of the Jays fans are this year um uh but you know I, I yeah the AL East is, is going to be fun and competitive and who knows what happens to the Rays? I, I speaking of the devil, yeah. Uh, and I just they continue to just be the most annoying, fucking toxic. They're always there. Yeah, sucks. Yeah, um, we... It sucks. Another team that doesn't have any right being in uh, in the AL East. They they should. We need to make like an AL set uh, AL South with South. one team in it. Yeah, <laughs> they can just they can just play like scrimmages for 162 games. Leave Reynolds alone. There's not going to be teams in Florida soon anyway, though. So who knows where they'll go? That's a problem solving itself. Yeah. 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 To Montreal, please. That'd please. be great. That'd be so great. God. They they need to have another Canadian team again. So bad. They can have yeah. Kansas City. Yeah. The Royals are like a, a logical uh, thematic extension to a French city. <laughs> yeah. The Montreal would have been called the Royals if the Royals hadn't taken that name before them. So, mm -hmm. yeah, just move them there. It'll be great. Canada should have more more teams. I want Vancouver to have a team. Yeah, uh, that was like a thing that Justin Morneau would would talk about when he was when he was here. He'd be like, they'd be like asking, "Were you a Jays fan?" And he's like, "Well, I'm from the other side of the country, like <laughs> the complete opposite side." Like, yeah. I feel like, yeah, in in Seattle or in the it's it's in Vancouver, it's it's like half Seattle and half Toronto, mm -hmm. kind of like when when they're at the park, you know, it's sort of like. Uh, you know, but I, I do know a lot of people in Vancouver who are Mariners fans. Um, mm -hmm. but that's, uh, how dare they, in my opinion? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. 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 No, I, I, I totally get that.
How's my boy Dalton Varsho working out over there? I haven't really gotten to watch him much, but I loved him on D-backs. He uh, had a career day yesterday. Oh, Um, right on. He had uh, five RBIs. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, Five RSBI, if you will. (laughs) Uh, um, And uh, yeah, you know, I think think he's another one of of those those people that they kind of are like, whatever happens this year is fine. Uh, and once we've had kind of a full year in the system, we'll see kind of where he's at next year. Um, I don't think he's had to catch, which I think overall has been good. Um, he's he's mostly been kind of center and, and uh, left field. Um, and, and the Jays outfield defense has improved so dramatically that I think um, they're, they're okay with him as a left-handed bat with kind of home run upside being... Uh, a little inconsistent right now, as long mm-hmm. as as long as the the defense has been good. So absolutely, one of the best baseball names around. <laughs> Truly, like really, really can't can't top that name. He, so good. He seems to be like a good fit with the team too. Like just kind of everyone. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. he was well liked in Arizona, but it, but it seemed like they didn't really know what to do with him institutionally very much. But he was always like a guy everyone talked about really liking, like how like how he hustles and clubhouse presence and stuff. Yeah, I think it was the kind of thing where like. Guriel, as much as he was like a huge culture guy and like a fan favorite, I I think they were sort of like, we don't know. Like you need, you need the sort of regular at bats that we can't give you. Mm -hmm. So we should do the right thing by you and trade you somewhere where you're going to get regular at bats. I think that's sort of what it ended up being. And he's looked great, right? Yeah. Like I also think uh Dalton Varsho is like would be a great name for like one of those brands that's everywhere in Canada but nowhere in America. Like Dalton <laughs> Varsho is like your local bookstore chain that we don't know anything about. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh mailbag? Sure, yeah, what do. we got? Okay, not very much in there because a lot of them this week were about Baldur's Gate and we answered those oh, on our bonus yes. episode the <laughs> other day. Uh, we didn't want to subject you to our uh, D&D video game uh, talk, <laughs> so we got that out of the way here. But I like this question from on our Discord, Art Enjoyer 6. Uh, who on the pod thinks they could get a hit off of current day Robert Pollard, considering that he pitched a no-hitter in college? Uh, Robert Pollard, 65-year-old frontman for Guided by Voices. Uh, for for anyone that is not aware, but yes, he did he did pitch a, a no-hitter when he was in college. What so what are we? He's how old is he? Sixty five. So he's like topping out at like maybe seventy miles an hour. If, if yeah, I mean, I I I saw them a couple years ago, and you know, and he was still doing the high kicks and stuff. Like mm-hmm. he still had a lot of energy on stage. And they play for hours. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm just gonna assume I'm not gonna get anything. <laughs> like I'm not an athletic person. Uh, like it's it's not gonna happen. I I could lie, and and say like, oh yeah, I could. Pro-. No. Yeah, I hit no. the batting cages every couple of years, maybe at this point. Like, <laughs> yeah, pro- probably not. I bet I bet Bob Pollard could strike me out on three pitches. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my my buddies for my buddy's bachelor party a few years ago, we did we hit the batting cages, and uh, I made contact with like three balls um <laughs> and it was it was in like the it was in like the 50s and mm. my arms hurt for the next like week so no <laughs> i'm not i might be able to but I, it's the same sort of thing where like i did like a, you know i did play at a high level but that was like i was 18 mm, and yeah. i'm 35 years old that is <laughs> right. essentially half of my life yeah go um so you know uh yeah i I, it's like you don't want to end up in the like katie nolan found your tweets and like brought you on espn like situation (laughs) 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 yeah i think you have the best shot of any of us by a mile but it's still uh it's also we're still in in our our working ages we can't really risk uh any serious injuries (laughs) that's right yeah like a retiree can't yeah Yeah. i don't have insurance right now i can't do that (laughs) (laughs) i do i have uh fingernails like for playing the guitar so i feel like if if the if the question was like can you throw a knuckleball i would be like yes yeah oh okay okay Like if I had to strike someone out with a knuckleball, I might have a better better shot than like getting a hit off the guy who wrote Glad Girls. Like, 
Absolutely. That actually opens a fascinating question in, in, in whether uh, uh, R.A. Dickey uh, could like re really like nail a riff or two with some practice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wonder. He's got God on his side, so I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. no, yep. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, and then the follow up question to this from David Hanna is and what Guided by Voices song would you use for your walk up? Yeah, I'm going to take Glad Girls. I really like that song. Yeah, that's a great one. I think, I think like, uh, I like Alien Lanes the most. That's my favorite one. I'd probably do something off of there. Like, I think even just like a salty salute, just the beginning of it, just the club is open. It's not a very like fast song though. So I I don't know, but I like that the club is open, like things coming. I think that would be that'd be kind of fun. Like so or you could do like a like the the different tracks for each <laughs> for each one, for each at bat, and have that be the be the, the opening one. I think that'd be that'd be a lot of fun. Game of Pricks, that's a fun one too. I'd like that. And like the, all their songs are pretty short too, so they it's are. not like he'd even be missing much. Classic power pop. <laughs> yeah. Classic power pop. Yeah. God love them. Well, I think that's uh that's all we got for the show. Steve, do you have any uh, thing you wanna promote, air out here before we uh, uh, take off? Yeah, what Which, are our big yeah. takeaways? Wow, uh, God, get rid of divisions. <laughs> yeah. <in> baseball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously the band pup. Uh, is uh, out on the road a little bit more this year. We're we're gonna be uh, at Riot Fest in Chicago, um, playing a, a a late night gig um, uh, at a club, Concord Music Hall, I believe it's called, and um, and at the festival itself. Uh, we're on the Death Cab for Cutie Postal Service Day, I think. So that'll be fun. I feel like I'm like back on Napster again, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> um, it's 2003 um, and I have feelings I don't understand. Like, exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. But other than that, you know, uh, I'm around, I mostly, I mostly tweet about, uh, uh, baseball now. Uh, and I guess some sort of left wing, uh, politics here and there, but, uh, yeah, I'm, that's you were it. having a lot of fun uh, with Cal. that, uh, with the with the mayoral election i i saw oh god yeah i mean toronto <laughs> uh toronto is uh cheap and embarrassing i believe is what i said uh to uh to to jordan and rob on the insurgents but uh yeah you know other other than that um uh yeah i'm i'm around online and and i am of the belief that the Jays will still make the playoffs as oh, unhealthy yeah. as that might be. I have faith in that too. Yeah. Absolutely. And I just hope they go on a run and get hot like the Phillies did last year and all of a sudden they're in the World Series and then I can just be disappointed there. Yeah. You know, I mean, like... listen, listen. <laughs> I recommend it. I, I don't yeah, fully no, I... recommend it because it isn't like fully great, but no. uh it's a lot of fun along the way. Having, having been here for the Nats run, I think you'd have more fun if you won personally. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I did. I was I just squeaked in with like sentience. Uh, oh, yeah. In, yeah. 19, in 1992, like I was like four or yeah. five years old and I like <laughs> remember just barely. Uh, yeah. but I, so yeah. I, I, The twins won in 91. Like I was three. So I was just barely not there. Like, yeah, just barely. It's, yeah, it's uh, it's like. I, I definitely I feel like 92 I like va it's like uh v impressionistic and then <laughs> yeah yeah 93 it's like I was like throwing paper confetti like in my grandmother's house like you know <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah um, and I cannot be hurt by that because I was three and it did not matter to me so congrats the, the 92 is the better one I think though 90 90 92 I think the thing about 93 is it's the home run right that's yeah. the the Carter mm -hmm. the Carter home run is kind of the the like the moment um but yeah I know it's been uh it's been it's a fun team to root for as mm -hmm. uh consistently mediocre as they have been listen I um, <laughs> I had to change my sec I had to change my AL team uh to them because the A's were making me want to die too often and then mm -hmm. it's only gotten worse I I, yeah, I feel like really... we we are kind of in the process of wrapping it up, but I did realize we just totally forgot to mention the Jose Bautista retirement ceremony. Oh, you, you, you have to have oh, some feelings about yes. that. Yes, of course. God, okay, yeah, yeah. We can keep rolling. That's fine. Keep rolling. It's literally in my notes that I'm staring at. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, he, you know, for a long time, 
the only reason to go watch the Blue Jays was Roy Halladay, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, he was the best. I have a Halladay jersey, uh, you know. That was like, he was sort of like part of the Jays while I was like really deeply uh, still into playing baseball. And that just was like uh, very cool, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but Batista, I think, is the type of player that, um, you know, the city of Toronto uh, is kind of like a uh, in the same way that I think Philly kind of appreciates that in some of its athletes or like like in, in you know, in Chicago or Detroit, this sort of like this sort of like uh, hardworking blue collar sort of like lunch pail type journeyman type. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not it's not the it, it, obviously Vladdy and Bo and they're all super popular and they're like gifted like young prodigies or whatever but but at the time like there uh, it just fit with where the team was at right like mm-hmm. sort of like consistently consistently losing to the like David Ortiz and Manny Ramirez Red Sox or the like Derek Jeter Yankees you know and just sort of uh finishing third sometimes or finishing fourth or like just five games out of the wild card whatever you know and he kind of came and then all of a sudden he was hitting 50 home runs <laughs> you know like and it was like oh mm-hmm. wait a second like this you know he's a, he's a threat um uh and it, 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 kind of b- seeing that there was something here that the league hadn't figured out i think uh allowed alex anthopoulos who now for atlanta has put together a team uh quite aggressively in in terms of making trades like he a lot of the strategies that that um have been employed by by Anthopolis in Atlanta were sort of like tested on those uh, late and mid 2010s Blue Jays teams, uh, you know, getting David Price and getting Troy Tulowitzki. Uh, and it was because Bautista and, and Edwin Carnacion and then Donaldson, like mm-hmm. kind of were like one of the scariest sort of two, three, four lineups yeah. in baseball. Right. Um, and I think what it it kind of and they, they said this a little bit on the on the broadcast uh, during the ceremony as well. It sort of reminded everyone that baseball is is extremely popular, both in Toronto and in Canada, kind of more broadly. Sure. Um, and and sort of ha- being able to it, it it's kind of gotten them seamlessly to um, to this era and and this sort of like. Uh, expectation that the team will be good and be kind of a legitimate um, playoff threat, I think is one that is directly tied to Jose Bautista. Absolutely. Absolutely yeah. And I, I think to your point about him and Roy Halladay, both in kind of like those early days, I think it's such a very baseball, longtime baseball fan appreciator thing to be like, not every year, you know, it, it's, it's fairly rare. Most teams get those stretches of, of not being somewhat mediocre to bad where things all click and things come together unless like you're the Yankees and now Yankees, the Yankees fans are uh, dealing with this for the first time ever uh, where like they are having to support a mediocre team and they're really psychologically suffering through it. A lot of baseball fandom is finding, finding like, those, those little like sparks of gold uh, of, of gold in, in the midst of something that otherwise probably isn't going to like lead to a lot of success. And there's a lot to be said for that. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, and I think like it, <laughs> You know, there some of those some there were so many moments, and we talk about you know that bat flip. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. we were in the studio recording. The dream is over when that happened, and like burned, and <laughs> we we burnt. I I think I've told the story before, but we've like we burnt, we burnt over an hour of studio time. Like, yeah. truly could have just <laughs> could have just lit money on fire, like, um, and like my bandmates don't really give a shit about baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, he's, they're like, see me like getting all worked up. They're like, he, our friend is unwell, <laughs> uh, you know? Uh, and that was like, especially so they mm-hmm. were in the, they were in, you know, I, I was lucky enough that, um, uh, uh, I, I got to go, uh, to, I was at game one against Texas of that series. And then I oh, was, at game, yeah. I was at game three, four and five of the ALCS against Kansas city. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it just sort of lucked into some tickets, um, you know, and and just like it, it, those memories uh, of that team, uh, 
even even sort of in the immediate aftermath but but as it's kind of um like i was thinking about how it's it's eight years already since the Bautista Batflip game. No, which, no, uh, no, 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 maybe six. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, absolutely no. not. <laughs> that twenty, yeah, uh, like yeah. that. 20, 2015. <laughs> I watched um, it on the TV ooh. with a cathode ray tube. Oh, um, yeah. I yeah, it's it's. I don't want to sound like I'm, just kind of. It's not a consolation prize. It does suck to not win like they did win though but <laughs> like speaking referencing last year for me and the bat flip for you like it's it sucks that it didn't oh yeah that it didn't yeah. happen <laughs> but we have so much oh yeah and Rooney door is, is washed out of the league <laughs> things Certain things will like I will never forget, you know. Yeah. Like I, it is so yeah. funny to me talking to my friends, uh, my friends who are Blue Jays fans, and whenever the Rangers come up, they just like, oh, when... and I'm like, wait, and I always forget. I'm like, why do you? Oh, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I had tickets when the Padres were in town, uh, last month, I think, mm -hmm. and they DFA'd Runet Odor the day of game one in toronto hell yeah <laughs> he was hell asking for it yeah. he's like i know i'm not long for this team can you so just you can't yeah <laughs> i don't and not <laughs> yeah like and that's like th those are the little things you know that like mm -hmm. that all you know but like you know i think about uh there was the estrada game mm -hmm. in against kansas city in the lcs where like one of the best you know uh the best one of the best blue jays non-holiday pitching performances i've ever seen so it's just like all that sort of stuff like just to, to have someone in batista who you could quickly build uh like a powerhouse around was was like a really cool kind of um a, a cool moment for the city absolutely and indoctrinate another you know five or six million kids into this sport for the next 30 years yeah oh yeah absolutely my, my nieces and nephews all like we're playing t-ball like at, at during the bat flip right like mm -hmm. that it you know, was, the Raptors championship is similarly, but it was around that time that I had started talking to my boyfriend uh, and, who lives in Toronto. And it was so funny because like he was never like not a baseball person. And I was, you know, I got I, I'm I, I'll watch the playoffs even if my team's not in it. I really mm -hmm. I get excited about baseball. I like baseball. I had bandwagon the Blue Jays that year and I was like getting super hype about like everything and then by the end of the run he was also like yeah getting really excited yeah, about yeah. it and it was so fun i was like <laughs> hey yeah no this is this is my sport that, that's how you do it yeah totally and i think like you know to to sort of speak um not not exactly to to that point but like very kind of close to it like uh for a long time when i was like in school i studied music mm -hmm. and i kind of thought like even up to like early sort of a few years before batista really kind of like blew up for the team like mm -hmm. i sort of had that like standoffish kind of like well because i do like music i work in the arts this sort of thing <laughs> you know uh that like previous sort of self that loved baseball and like sports and, and whatever like those are incompatible right and i think um learning to sort of make space for both of those things as kind of like a, a way of bonding with family and friends like that was pretty important for me. And, and, mm -hmm. and part of that is like something just so crazy that it draws in people who otherwise wouldn't maybe like be inclined to, to watch a baseball game. I mean, you're you're on the gayest baseball podcast <laughs> in the world. We can kind of relate to that like, is, you know, squaring that circle. That Absolutely, is yeah. actually <laughs> literally my story. I, yeah. <laughs> I will give you an abridged version because Jane and Lauren and the listeners have heard it a million times. Uh, but like, I didn't, I grew up, I didn't like baseball. I didn't like sports because I was a gay art nerd. And I'm like, this isn't, this isn't for me, <laughs> fuck this. Yeah. And the reason I'm here is because the Phillies won the World Series. 
and I went. That's like to the, the Ryan Howard years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I went to the the parade with my mom because my dad couldn't take her and she care. She's a huge fan. So I went to the parade and I'm like, oh, this is fun. I kind of want I want in on this a little bit. Mm-hmm. So then in 2009, I started following the team and they went back to the World Series. I'm like, oh, good. I get to experience this thing that everybody else is experiencing. Isn't that neat? Uh, and then they lost to the Yankees and I've been a uh, brain. I've had that brain disease uh, yeah. ever since. Mm-hmm. It turns out through the whole history of baseball, it was always the gay, ner- the gay <laughs> weird nerds that were the heart, the biggest fans of the sports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen up, Manfred. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, thanks so much for coming on. Really, really yeah, appreciate it. This course. was a ton of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Thanks for having I'm me. I'm very glad we got that Jose Bautista talk in. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, oh, they did. I mean, he is a World Series champion, right? They beat the can. They beat Kansas City in the LCS, and then they beat that's, the Mets. That's how I remember. Thank that's, you for beating yeah. the Mets. Yeah. That was very important. <laughs> yeah, it's not like I can name. It's not like I can name a. I can name a single player uh, on on the Kansas City roster that year who would be a, a World Series champion. Yeah, I, no. I can't for the life of me think of a single one. No, yeah, who couldn't couldn't tell you? <laughs> All right, and uh, thank you everybody for listening. See you next week. Bye. Hey, glad girls.